0: The Fight Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag, where new players will get their first deposit match halfway up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first deposit and get extra cash to use on parlays, teasers, and props all weekend long. Just use the promo code SGP in order to claim your free bet. That's promo code SGP over at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports outfit specifically for player props. Download the app in the app store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, Promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. And finally, we're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just head over to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP.
1: All right, check this out. My mentality is just what it's always been. How do I say this? I'm an annihilator. We hit guys and knock them unconscious. I think the one thing about Mike Tyson that's impressive is the tremendous determination. Anything I do, I put so much into it. If I fail, I'm going to die. It's Mike. Big Mike Tyson really deep down inside and in our subconscious this stuff that we're doing is worth dying for this is what we're made to do this is worth dying for it's obvious i'm not a sucker and that i'm capable of doing really bad things to people if they upset me or maybe i am a sucker and i don't know it <laughs> no i never thought about that why do i want to be the baddest man on the planet Sometimes I wish I could stop having these desires to go forward, to think that I'm somebody, because it's a lot of work.
0: The only one who can beat Mike Tyson is
1: himself. All you, come get some, Mike Tyson's out here. He's waiting for you. You know, I'm, I'm the greatest fighter since the conception of God. Man for man, I didn't think nobody can match me. I have it all. I just have to be in the position to do it. I'm Mike Tyson. There's no one like me. I'm back. The locals aren't up here.
0: So there you have it. Iron Mike Tyson returns to a boxing ring this weekend. You are listening to the Fight Show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. Follow me on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. That's because I'm primarily now over at the soccer channel at SGP Soccer. And if you want to get all of my soccer podcasts, make sure you subscribe to that to get yourself the Champions League show, Das Bundesliga show, and the EPL show every week. I am the most winning tipper here on the Sports Gambling Podcast and have been for six and a half years. And I look to bring you more winners here today on the fight show. Also check out my website, Lockbetting.com, where we are heading towards our 90th consecutive month of profit for the month of November. Sign up in time for December. That means you won't be able to sign up in time for this fight. And I recommend against it because I use Patreon. And I want to make that perfectly clear that if you sign up for the picks for this fight, by all this weekend's NFL, you will only be getting that for the month of November and you will be billed for it and then you'll be billed again in December. So, ride out this weekend and sign up for lockbetting.com immediately on December the 1st to get the end of the NFL regular season and all of the soccer action that takes place across the month of December. Plenty of stuff to bet on, plenty of money to make over at lockbetting.com. So, let's roll on with breaking down this fight and the real fight here as it stands at the moment, seems to be occurring between the promoters of the fight and the commission that sanctioned the fight. There is a lot of contrasting information out there, which has actually resulted in some books Pulling this fight down, Um, I'm still able to get it at quite a few books here in the UK, but many books have pulled this fight simply because they don't know what's going on because the commission are insisting that it's an exhibition fight where there will be no winner. And the fight will be stopped immediately if there is a cut to anybody and there will be no scoring. However, the promoters are insisting that it will be scored on a 10-9 basis and you will have the ability to knock out the other fighter. If the commission win out here, then the value on the draw at 10-1 to is absolutely insurmountable. It's huge. It's just a no-brainer to put some money down, maybe a full unit down here on the draw. Because if this commission ends up winning out, then you'll be on the on a draw for a fight that will be automatically declared a draw if it goes through the eight rounds. And it won't be difficult to go through eight rounds because they are two minute rounds. Therefore, this fight only needs to last 16 minutes. It doesn't matter who is dominant during the fight, because if it isn't scored, it's going to be a draw anyway, purely for lasting 16 minutes. And you're probably thinking to yourself, well, it's Mike Tyson. Is it really going to last at 16 minutes anyway? Well, let's look at Mike Tyson. Let's look at the weapons that Mike Tyson has. Mike Tyson, throughout his career, has had that dominant knockout power but that knockout power began to fade through the later stages of his career. And the later stages of his career, guys, was 15 years ago. That was the last time that Tyson was in a professional boxing ring. Roy Jones has been in the ring a lot sooner than that, a lot closer to this time than that. That's when Roy Jones was last in the game, but neither fighter covered themselves in glory towards the end of the career. In addition to that, Mike Tyson will be, handicapped here by wearing 12 ounce boxing gloves, which are going to significantly reduce his knockout power, even if he does go for the knockout in his fight, which is apparently against the rules. Let's look at the rules here before we look at the odds and try and make sense of this fight, which has been said by some experts as being one of the most poorly promoted farces of all time. But I disagree with that because I haven't spoke to a single person that watches sports that doesn't want to see it. And I have no doubt that even at $49.99, this will be a success at the weekend. But let's have a look at this situation further before we dig through the betting lines and have a look what the actual situation is with this fight this weekend. So I'm going to begin here by looking at a statement from Ryan Kavanagh, who's the co-owner of Triller, who are promoting the fight. And it says here, we have nothing but the utmost respect for Andy Foster and everyone at the California State Athletic Commission. For total clarity, we are not implying that CSAC is picking a winner or scoring this. WBC is doing both. WBC is scoring under a 10-8 and a knockout will be a win under WBC's scoring. The results will not be reflected on the fight record. We apologize for any confusion and look forward to a great night of fights on Saturday night. Ryan Kavanaugh even made an additional statement where he said, I know there have been some false rumors swirling. So to be crystal clear, the WBC is scoring a fight there could be a knockout and there will be one winner. He also said anyone who says that there is going to be no judging or no winner either does not understand the rules or has their own agenda 100% unquestionably. Um, DraftKings is the betting partner and is taking bets on the fight in New Jersey, New Hampshire and Illinois. The only difference in this fight is is the gloves are 12 ounces. There are eight rounds and the rounds are two minutes rather than three. That is it. So this is what Andy Foster of the California State Athletic Commission has said. He said, let's call it an exhibition. That's what it is. I want the public to know what this is because i don't want people to be disappointed they will be if they're paying 49.99 for what he's about to say as long as they know this is an exhibition i'm fine for everybody to earn There's no official judges. The WBC is going to have some guest celebrity judges remotely, not official, not 10-8 scores, nothing like that. No cumulative score, no winner announced. That's a very entertainment-centered thing. It's about entertainment. It's not about competition. It is what it is, and it's not more than it is, but it's going to be fun. So, you can see why there is huge confusion as to what it actually is. I mean, the guy's saying it is what it is, but there's two different major organizations saying that it's two different things. Let's be clear about what the rules actually are. There's no headgear. That was a rumor that was out at the beginning. Uh, that was circulating around September time. Perhaps delaying the fight has... Um, made us lose that ridiculous condition because I think the interest would be seriously damaged in this if there was headgear. So unlike Chavez versus Arca earlier on, there is no headgear. There are 12 ounce gloves, which is significantly going to damage Tyson's knockout power, which which I alluded to earlier was fading anyway. Look at the end of Tyson's career and who he was losing to. How is he going to be more of a force 15 years later? I understand he looks great for a guy in his 50s. Both of these guys do. For them to be even in this state... Look, I'm in my late 30s and some days I just get up feeling like shit. I'm not going into a boxing ring and I'm sure this is going to be echoed by many people my age or even younger or or people in their 40s. It's, It's phenomenal that these guys are going in there but Tyson is also... 50 years old he may be in phenomenal shape but he's 50 years old 54 years old so the expectations need to be tethered there even if there was eight ounce gloves even if it was bare knuckle would he be able to go out there and knock a man out with the ferocity that he had and that's the thing that people forget about Tyson he wasn't a one-punch knockout artist even in his prime. There'd been better one-punch knockout artists. Dante Wilde is a better one-punch knockout artist and he's in the current era. George Foreman was a better one-punch knockout artist. Tyson would just overawe you with his f- ferocity. Did his punch pack some ridiculous power? Of course it did. And he's certainly in the top five one-punch power knockout artists in the world. But when that started to fade, Tyson started to fade very, very quickly. And for us to think that he's going to come here with 12-ounce gloves, 8-ounce gloves, or even no gloves, and immediately knock out somebody with the skill set of Roy Jones is very difficult to see. For me, the 12-ounce gloves automatically only make one guy the winner if anybody does win this fight. And that's Jones here as a seventh 4 underdog. We'll touch on that later. Uh, The fighters did do VADA testing and they completed medicals. The fight is non-sanctioned and will not count towards either man's official record. And God knows they have both had enough losses at the end of their record, which you guys can go and look up. Uh, Foster has said this bout is not to go beyond hard sparring and that the exhibition will be stopped immediately on a bad cut. Um, Although that does say to me that a nickel two will be okay uh, any kind of... um, bruising, bleeding of the mouth, around the eye, nose, whatever, probably absolutely fine. I think we're looking at a, a deep two, three-inch cut here, probably. Um, the commissioner said fighters are not to go for a knockout. But In all honesty, how can you enforce that? You have referee uh, Ray Corona here who's refereeing the fight. Is he going to risk his fight, jump in and say, oh, you guys are punching too hard? How is that even a measurable statistic? Um the, the bottom line is, is if you take this, buy this pay-per-view, you're going to buy at your own risk. And I think the curiosity factor just makes people want to buy. It. Not the curiosity in terms of what set of rules we play to, but the fact that, look, this is Mike Tyson. This is an absolute enigma. This is the biggest name in the history of boxing. And it can be argued who the greatest of all time is. The debate will go on. It's probably more more likely to be Muhammad Ali than Tyson. Nine people out of 10 will say Ali. I would tend to agree with those people. There's other boxers in the conversation, but nobody, nobody generated more money than Tyson. Nobody was more of a spectacle. Nobody was Mr. Pay-Per-View like Iron Mike was Pay-Per-View. So you can pay the money down, at your own risk, but I guarantee you on Saturday night, this Pay-Per-View is going to do well. Um, you can take the organizer statement seriously if you wish, or you can take the uh, statements from the commission seriously. It doesn't matter. In terms of betting this fight, seeing Tyson here as a one-to-two favourite, I don't see it. Because if you're looking at this as a boxing match between Tyson and Roy Jones Jr., who is the better technical boxer? It has and always has been Roy Jones, who in his prime was the undisputed pound-for-pound pound number one. The same thing couldn't necessarily be said about Tyson. He was a dominant, ferocious, heavyweight boxer, a knockout artist, a massive box office draw, possibly the biggest of all times. But uh, Roy Jones was a pure boxer and he will be able to outbox Tyson here. Tyson will have an initial flurry, I'm sure. That whole thing about going for a knockout will be out of the window and we will see an aggressive Tyson most likely in the first two, three rounds if this goes according to form. But at that point, the only person that you're going to see dictating Fight if he survives that flurry with the 12-ounce gloves will be Roy Jones because he's the better boxer and he fought to a later stage. Roy Jones didn't retire that long ago, especially comparatively to Mike Tyson. So the only way this ends up for me is Tyson winning maybe the first couple of rounds from looking like the aggressor, Roy Jones outboxing him for the majority of the fight and then winning it on points as a 7-4 underdog if it's scored. If not, and both hands are raised, there's a lot of places sitting there with 10-1 as the price for the draw, which is ridiculous in this instance. So my plays here are going to be nothing here on Mike Tyson. I do not see Mike Tyson as a 1-2, to two minus 200 favourite. I understand that that's not what a lot of people want to hear. I understand that people are just dying to get behind Tyson and to support Tyson and to will him on to win this fight on Saturday. But realistically, looking at this as a boxing purist, that cannot possibly be the outcome. Tyson cannot punch through these 12-inch gloves to land a knockout punch or to cut Roy Jones to get himself a stoppage. He certainly cannot do it within the parameters of eight two-minute rounds. There isn't a route for victory for Mike Tyson that I can see. Roy Jones is the better technical boxer. And if it goes to the scorecards, he will be winning. And if the scorecards don't count, then it will be a draw. And even if they do count, even if they do count, do you trust these organizers? Do you trust this commission to not score it as a draw anyway? Your draw at 10 to 1 is wide open, however you look at it, whatever way you slice it. So the way I would be betting this is that I would be looking to fade Mike Tyson here. That's an unpopular opinion. But as I said, there is no real route to victory. I don't see him getting it on the scorecards. To be honest, I just don't see either fighter getting it on on the scorecards, even if it is scored. I think it's just going to be for show. I just think somehow these judges will get it to a draw. One for Tyson, one for Jones, and one scoring at level. If anybody is going to take it on the scorecards, it will be Jones. So what I will be doing is I'll be taking your unit here and I'll be splitting it across the two outcomes of Jones to win and for the fight to end up being a draw here at 10 to 1 because you can land 550 just from that and um, be it. The fight goes to points and they score it a draw or there is no scoring and the referee just raises both guys' hands and gives them two belts. um, I think you're not going to be seeing a winner on Saturday night. And if it's a real fight, which I don't think it is, if it's a real fight and it really does come down to eight two-minute rounds and it's being scored properly by real judges who are doing it fairly then Roy Jones will win this fight. He will win all of the last five or six rounds and he will beat Mike Tyson here on points because, as I said, Tyson doesn't have a route to victory. His power has subsequently diminished over the years and he's wearing 12-inch gloves, which is a massive handicap to Tyson anyway. So as popular or as unpopular as that might be and as popular as Mike Tyson may be and how much you're dying to bet him On Saturday night, I am recommending Against It Here. That is my professional opinion. As a massive Tyson fan, as somebody who's loved Tyson throughout his entire life and has followed his career, as someone that has a Mike Tyson tattoo in his arm, as I told you on the EPL show when I was talking about my Maradona tattoo, I have 80s icons in my arm. Michael Jackson, Hulk Hogan, Maradona, Mike Tyson, they're all on there. Um, And um, in this instance, there's nothing more I'd like to see than a returning Mike Tyson going out there and destroying Roy Jones Jr. in two rounds. It would be worth losing the bet here and it would be well worth the $50. The $50 for the fight, 100, 150 pounds down on, on betting against him and he goes and proves me wrong, I'll take it all day long just to see Tyson do that, just to sit up with my son and to see Mike Tyson do that. But professionally, I'm going to recommend against that. 10 to 1 on the draw is absolutely massive for this fight here on Saturday night. Before we close out the show, I'm going to look at a huge British fight that's taking place here on Saturday night with Daniel Dubois steps into the ring here with Joe Joyce. Dubois is the one to three favourite to win this fight. Joe Joyce is available at five to two. It's 25 to one on the draw. Dubois is four to seven via knockout, four to one via decision. Jo- Joe Joyce is five to one via knockout here and seven to one via a decision. Daniel Dubois has stopped everybody so far in his career. He has 11 TKO KOs inside three rounds and Dubois has only been past round five on one occasion. So I cannot see anything here but a Dubois victory here. It's a 12 round fight, so he has plenty of time to get it. And I think there's actually value there at four to seven on Dubois winning this fight via knockout. If you want to take a little bit more of a risk, then you can probably take Dubois to win in round 7 to 12. But it is risky because he's never been past five. I just think Joe Joyce may be more of a threat and a little bit more durable. And Dubois may have to take him more seriously. But that's just if you're really hunting for more value. For me, Daniel Dubois is a step above Anthony Joshua. I think he's going to be a better prospect than Anthony Joshua here in the UK. I think that if Tyson Fury hangs around long enough, this is the big threat coming on the horizon. But he must win this fight against Joe Joyce. These are two undefeated British prospects. This is a huge fight happening this weekend, but I just think Daniel Dubois is too good. When you read up extra stuff about Daniel Dubois, he is an incredible sportsman who you can compare to Cristiano Ronaldo. There were stories about about Cristiano Ronaldo, who wasn't as naturally gifted as Lionel Messi, but just practised and practised and practised and practised and practised and 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 practised and was obsessed with football. Daniel Dubois, it's reported, doesn't have a mobile phone, doesn't carry a mobile phone around. He goes to the gym and just constantly trains and watches boxing. He's obsessed with boxing and he has the natural talent as well. I think Daniel Dubois is going to do big things. And for those Americans who are not familiar with him, I I really recommend looking at him on YouTube, following his rise, which I think will just begin to get bigger here off the back of winning this big fight. This will be Dubois' big win over Joyce. I'm not sure where Joyce goes from here because he's not young. Joyce is in his 30s and um, he's a late bloomer, but he is undefeated to this point. So perhaps he can go away and and win some domestic titles or or something like that. But here, I think Dubois is too good. I think Dubois has got too much potential. And I think we're looking at the next big British heavyweight here and it all and the rocket ship, the rocket ship gets attached to him here with a knockout win this weekend here at the price of four to seven over Joe Joyce on Saturday. That's it from me and this edition of the fight show. Enjoy the Tyson Jones fight this weekend, no matter what it is. Good luck with all your bets as always, guys, and thanks for listening.
1: Everyone fights for a reason. Steps in that ring to prove something to someone. Some fight to show father time who's boss. I like it, I because they don't know how to back down. Some fight because it's who they are. Standing at the end. Saturday, November 28th, live on pay per view, Triller presents Tyson versus Jones.